0: Welcome to the Steady On Podcast, where God's hard truth meets your hard story. I don't need to tell you that life gets hard. Life gets hard, really hard. But God's faithfulness is still active and alive in our hard. And these episodes are dedicated to remembering and claiming the promises of a faithful God. I'm your host, Angie Bauman. I'm a pastor and Bible teacher, founder of Steady On Ministries, and creator of the Step-by-Step Bible Study Method. But more than that, I'm a trauma and abuse survivor who carried a heavy weight of shame and worthlessness for many years. And I still struggle, but I live in much more freedom now because I know God through His Word and speak truth to the lies of the enemy with His Word. And that's what we do here. On Mondays, we take it in by studying the promises of God. And on Wednesdays, we live it out with teaching and testimony on the promises of God. So thank you for tuning in, my friend. You are the reason for this show. And I'm so very, very glad you are here. Let's get started. Welcome, friend. Today we are going to take it in with Second Timothy 1-7, and we'll be using my step-by-step Bible study method. And you will find links to a study sheet, videos for the step-by-step masterclass, class. Um, notes references on all sources on all the all the stuff that we get as we put this episode together all that kind of good stuff is in today's show notes and with me today is my friend susie crosby Susie welcome back thank you Angie I'm, I'm so excited to do this me too I love having you here i I like i I like doing the episodes on my own I don't not like that but I love having a friend to bounce ideas off of and I also just learn a lot when you're here so Thank you so much. So as I said, we're going to be in 2 Timothy 1.7. I'm going to read it first in the NIV. It says, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So just a little bit of information from um, the Passion Translation on the book of 2 Timothy. The author is the Apostle Paul. The audience is Timothy, who is called Paul's spiritual son in the faith. The date of the writing is AD 62 63, and the major themes in the book are false teachers, false doctrine, church leadership, and God's household. Chapter 1 has 18 verses, and it is a chapter about a spirit of boldness. And the section that we are going to camp out in today, Paul is um, giving Timothy instruction on being bold. He exhorts him to be bold, calls him to be bold. And then we're in the part where Timothy can be bold in using the gifts God has given him, that God has given him a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. So here again is the verse for today, Second Timothy 1, 7. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Step one in the step-by-step Bible study method is to choose our word. And I will hand that over to Susie.
1: All right. Our word today is self-discipline, and it's defined as correction or regulation of oneself for the sake of improvement, restraint, Ooh. or self-control.
0: For the for the goal of improvement, what'd you say? Something yeah. Yeah, improvement, from... yeah. restraint or self-control. Yeah, well, this enneagram one loves uh, the idea that we're improving <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> I'm always trying to perfect everything <laughs> unfortunately but no yeah no i like that yeah i like that
1: Yes, yeah, self-discipline was quite a value in our family um opposite of that is indulgence feebleness frailty hmm. or weakness hmm. which are not things we tend to want to have yeah yeah um
0: one of the um opposites that I found too. I don't, if, did you say this one? All right. Abandon. Did you say that one mm, in, your, no. in your list? I thought mm-hmm. about that. Like where you just, you know, you just live uh, with abandon, you know? And I thought, uh-huh. yeah, that's because you're, <laughs> and I, I am a very disciplined person. And so sometimes I am either admirable or I can be critical of people who are very mm-hmm. like spontaneous and don't have a plan. I just, I'm just confessing that. Same. Publicly I'm here. the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But I also like, I, I'm very intrigued by it and I like it. And I know people who are, who live spontaneously and are disciplined. So I know those things don't, that's not like you can't, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, be that way. I I would benefit from being, from loosening my grip on my plan ever so much, (laughs) you know, I do know that. Um, And yet I think I'm always just a little fearful, which is what we're going to talk about, of slipping into complacency or sort of this, like not doing the things that I believe that Mm -hmm. I should be doing. I don't like that word, you know, in order to live the life that God calls me to. So I don't know. Yeah. I think that Uh. self-discipline is something I struggle with a little bit, not because I struggle with it because I'm very self-disciplined, but I, sometimes I can be too self-disciplined. Yes. I I totally
1: get it. Indulgence
0: is like a bad word. Yes, (laughs) yes <laughs> for me <laughs> weakness indulgence yes, yes,
1: yeah yes abandoned
0: uh, yes oh, that's a good uh, one yeah so so step 2 in the method is to uh, investigate we do that in four parts part 1 is to compare the word in other translations i thought it was interesting several references there were several translations that substituted this word um uh, or several references to drunkenness like the opposite like mm. there's this idea like mm-hmm. the opposite is drunkenness. So um, the King James said sound mind. The ASB said discipline. The amplified said the sound judgment and personal discipline Mm -hmm. abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and Mm self-control. The CSB said sound judgment. The Darby said wise discretion. The DRA said sobriety. The JUB temperance. So now we're getting this like the opposite of... Mm -hmm drunkenness or abandon, right? Um the message said sensible, the NOG, good judgment. There was also, there's several more wisdom, good mind, soberness of mind, prudence, and a disciplined spirit. So I found lots of different things this time as mm-hmm. I was going through. Um and there's this this there's this idea that we're not haphazard, right, in our decisions mm-hmm. or in our behavior. Um, that we have some soundness. I don't want to use the word again that I just used, but there's there's this like uh, intentionality mm-hmm. uh, to how we're making our decisions. I think, yeah. So, so part two is to research yeah. the original word. Help us out with that, Susie.
1: All right. So, it comes from the Greek um, number four nine nine five. Let's see if I can say this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophronist moss. Sure. Sobranismos. Sofran- sofranis Moss. <laughs> <laughs> love Moss. I have it all written out phonetically, and I still can't do it. Um I should take Greek. but anyway, sofranis Moss is means um discipline, self-control, sound mind, um also to discipline or correct, to teach to be sober.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. that reference again, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think teach it's funny to, to think about our mind being drunk, mhm-. But that would not be a good place from which to make decisions. No. Right? It's like when you take some kind of medication or something, they're like, do not drive or operate heavy machinery. Like there or are sign times, any legal right, documents. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just don't do that. And you're like, okay, that's the kind, if you go back to the verse, right? The spirit didn't give us a mind or, you know, that wants us to operate heavy machinery and sign legal documents with a drunken mind like it gave us a mind that we don't we don't need to feel that way when we're making decisions right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um i thought it also came from um the base of a word that means to save and then also Mm -hmm. to rein in or curb and isn't that like what we're doing like when we say no to ourselves because i think i think self-discipline is a lot about being able to say no to yourself like Mm -hmm. i would like to do this or it would feel good to do this or Mm -hmm. this would bring me some kind of satisfaction but i know that it's not good for me and so Mm -hmm. i rein that in i like save myself from it or i allow the Mm -hmm. lord to save me from it i curb that you know um so that like i narrow the ditches on myself to avoid Mm -hmm. whatever will come yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, Part three in the investigate step is to read a little bit of commentary. I have several notes here from the Enduring Word, and I'm going to just kind of run through a few different things. Uh, The Enduring Word talks about two steps to dealing with fears, and the first one is to understand that they're not from God, which is very important, and the second one is understanding that God has given us power, love, and a sound mind. Because when we're afraid of something, it can feel like we're making decisions, drunk decisions, right? I mean, I, mm-hmm. I know some of the decisions that I make when they come from fear are not loving or they're not well thought out. Um, and it's because I'm just trying to push that fear away, solve the problem and push that fear away. Um, but when I can recognize that that fear isn't from God and and God has actually given me everything I need in order to make a sound decision that can be sort of like calming the chaos. Uh, It also says the enduring word also says the ancient Greek word here has the idea of a calm, self-controlled mind in contrast to the panic and confusion that comes in a fearful situation. Mm -hmm. We don't need to accept what God has not given us a spirit of fear. And we do need to humbly receive and walk in what he has given us that spirit of power and love and a sound mind. And I underlined humbly receive Because it's so often, I think for me anyway, it goes back to this idea of like, this is yours to claim. It says it, this is a promise, right? He has given us power, love, and self-discipline. Like we have that in our possession from him. So will we stop the craziness that is our mind sometime and say, no, I'm not going to put on this mind of chaos. I'm going to put on the mind that you have given me. Um, that is controlled and calm and not panicked yeah it goes on to say a couple more things paul wrote this to timothy because boldness matters and without it we can't fulfill god's purpose for our lives god's purpose for us is more than making money being entertained and being comfortable it is for each of us to use the gifts he gives to touch his people and help a needy world and finally fear and timidity will keep us from using the gifts god gives God wants us each to take his power, his love, and his calm thinking and overcome fear to be used of him with all the gifts he gives. What do you think about when I'm reading some of those commentary notes?
1: Well, I think of these beautiful spirits that he's given us kind of like gorgeous in unique, um, bright kites. And I know that's kind of a funny analogy, but I'm, I picture this kite that God created, like here I am, but without his spirit, without his wind to like mm. lift me and help me fly, I'm just going to kind of bump along on the ground and it, I can have all these gifts. But if I'm weighed down by fear or mm. I'm weighed down by um, not using or not leaning on him not trusting in his his power then i'm really not going to be that effective for his kingdom and so i guess what i like to think about is that fear can take over me or i can let god's spirit take over me Mm -hmm. and and to to kind of let me soar or let me rise and i and fear is not going to take me Anywhere but but into something that's going to probably be a disaster, probably a crash, probably a, uh, ruin the kite for you know, ruin me for a while. But God's spirit's going to lift me up into this, um, beautiful sky He made, and let this, you know, reasonable, disciplined, healthy mind of mine. Focus on His truth, and, and actually be kind of a, a beautiful thing for others to. Yes. To look at and to feel peaceful, peace with. I mean, I look at a kite in the air and I just go, oh my gosh, that's just like, it's, it's delightful, but it's also very calming to see something just kind of flying, flying in the air and, and floating and, and the power that's holding it up is kind of fascinating. So to think about God's spirit lifting us like that with this strength and this peace instead of the fear that we tend to mm-hmm. get bogged down by i'm kind of going off a little bit into this idea but i i really feel like he gave me this visual of this kite because he gives us what he does give us is this beauty and this strength what he doesn't give us is the fear that wants to keep us on the ground yeah. and i think that's what paul was trying to tell timothy don't don't keep it don't keep it hidden don't let fear keep you From using your gift, he had the gift of, I think it was prophecy, right? And he was afraid, a little bit afraid to use it. Um, God's gonna hold you up. God's gonna, Mm -hmm. God's gonna do it. He already gave you this beautiful canvas. Now, let His Spirit make you fly.
0: I love that because I think two things. I think about the kites that I have seen in person, or more often, like you know, on a television clip or something that are bouncing along on the sand instead of soaring over the ocean, if you will, right? Like on the beach or something. Uh And I do think about that, like sometimes they're broken and then they can't fly until they're fixed, right? Which sometimes Mm -hmm. because because the decision has been made in fear, because we did it with a drunk mind, let's say it that way, right? We Mm -hmm. let the panic, we let the chaos make the decision for us and we bumped along around the ground and we got broken. It doesn't mean we can't be fixed, but it certainly means we're not soaring, right? And that comes to mind. And I'm like, yes, let that be a reason to be like, no, no, no. When I feel this way, I need to pause and connect myself to the power and and release myself from the fear that doesn't come from God anyway. And so I get that out of what you're saying. And I also get this beautiful like affirmation. Just, I don't know, maybe I just need this word today. Like I have created you to be seen that's not wrong like i create my children to fly to be mm-hmm. seen and that doesn't mean you're the only one in the sky but i you have a unique pattern to you that yeah. brings joy to other people and so let me lift you my child so mm-hmm. that you can be seen you know i think i especially in this so like online world that we're in and sometimes i'm like i don't even know what i'm doing and all those things right that i feel like i need to not want this, I need to not mm-hmm. want people to listen or to you know whatever, and I feel like sometimes he's just like, no you you need you need to be what I've called you to be. Yes. Don't be afraid of that, like it's okay as long as we keep pointing them to me and not you, right I mean that's yeah. the thing, yeah, so yeah, I and we're
1: And, and the strength that's holding us up is, is his, is his, his not mine, not ours.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 That's a good word. I needed that today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Part four of the investigate step is to rewrite the verse in our own words. I'm going to read it one more time from the NIV for the spirit. God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. How did you rewrite that today? Susie.
1: I wrote that. I wrote. Fearfulness is not from God ever. His Never. spirit gives us the power to fight through anything, the assurance of his love, and it helps us process and react with calm and self control.
0: Mm, yeah process and react with calm and self-control practice the pause i'm saying this to myself and i'm saying mm-hmm. it to you my friend sometimes the most mature thing we can do is just practice the pause when we feel like our mind is wackadoodle and we need or it's mm-hmm. crying out for us to make a decision <laughs> the best thing we can do for ourselves and others is not to decide i have this thing that i say sometimes i i might have gotten it from something i read with Brene brown but where i just i'm like i need to slow down this conversation when i can feel that anxiety mm-hmm. rising in me and i don't i like i've i'm I'm afraid uh and i don't even know why sometimes or whatever i'm like how do i slow down this conversation because i need to not react and respond right now yeah that just made me take a deep breath like i didn't even know i was going to when you said slow down
1: this conversation i just I was like yeah just yeah <sighs> that's what, yeah. yeah yeah sometimes that's all it is yeah. you need to just take a deep breath yeah,
0: yeah. I just need <laughs> to not need to have an answer right now. Yeah. 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 Step three is to find the character of God. I wrote down a couple of different things. I wrote down that he is my defense against the things that would make me afraid. Or in the things that are making me afraid. There's a song right now that I love. It's I, it's called the things that I'm afraid of. It's by Josh Wilson. I don't know if you know that song, mm-hmm. CZ, but one of the lines says um, the things I'm afraid of are afraid of you. That's so encouraging to oh, me. Oh, wow. Yes. Like, I know. I'm like, yeah. it's this simple idea that I'm like, of course they are. Like, But I'm like, oh, these tangible things. that I'm mm. like, I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of flying. I'm afraid, like for Timothy, of stepping out in my gift. I'm afraid for whatever. And I'm like, oh, but the things that I'm afraid of are afraid of you because you're so much more powerful mm. than Anything and it's that power in that power that makes those things afraid is that same power that's under my kite lifting me up and I don't have to know how to lift myself up. Uh, that's encouraging to me today. Oh. I'm gonna find that song. I don't know it, but I'm Josh I, Wilson. I want to. Things okay. that I'm afraid. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, Good idea. So that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how about step four? Identify the lie. What's the thing that keeps our kite bumping on the ground sometimes, Susie? I wrote I am helpless when fear takes over.
1: Um I also added some things are too scary, too hard, too overwhelming to trust God with. (laughs) And this makes me laugh to read that, but I
0: think I think that sometimes I think I believe that lie. I know. I think that's why it's important to say them out loud because they are laughable sometimes and yet they're so tempting to make the decisions by the lie because ultimately the lie, if you. Been hanging around here anytime at all. You've heard me say this before. The enemy lies all the time. He is the father of lies. He has lots of lies. But ultimately, I believe they all go back to be afraid. Mm-hmm. That is what his lie be afraid because, mm-hmm. and then fill in the blank based on your insecurity mm-hmm. and your experience and all those kind of things. But be afraid. And to with this verse today, what we're saying is, uh-uh, no, that is not what where God wants us to hang out or from where he wants us to make our decisions, right? Yeah. Yeah. So step five is so what, where we just talk about a takeaway for today. And this is what I wrote down as my takeaway. When I am feeling small and foolish, I can remember that, 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 that is fear and fear does not come from God. God brings power. It's God's place to correct or redirect me, not the enemy's and I will, and I will not answer to the correction. I put that in quotes of the enemy, because sometimes that's the lie. Um, you know, don't, don't step out. Don't use your gifts. Don't shine. Mm-hmm. Don't fly. Um, you need to stay small. You need to bring that down. You need to not dream so big. Um, that's like, that's the enemy's correction. And I use that loosely The, the you know, the word correction, that's the enemy's lie yeah. about actually be afraid. And I need to not listen to that. I need to listen to the one that calls me to soar yeah how about you a takeaway today yeah I kind of went in a different direction the
1: word the part of self discipline that probably bothers me is self because first of all Mm. it stresses me out that I have to be in charge of myself my discipline but also um I'm laughing because I can so relate (laughs) like I really shouldn't
0: be trusted with my own life
1: (laughs) Of that and also that there are so many opportunities right now to get involved in things that are that can be good like meditation and um oh there's you know emotional regulation we're learning about all these important things and I'm really I'm a firm believer in like same taking good care of your your mental health and and anxiety is a thing I struggle with so I do a lot of those things but I think if you just do them without ask without asking God or without praying that His Spirit is the is kind of underneath it all or yeah. over it all or in it all, then it's um, it does become quite a self focused thing. Yeah. So I really want um, I I work hard on making sure that when I am going to do something that's like a, a meditation app or a, a calming activity that I I am praying either before or during or having kind of like a biblical word to focus on because um, and not that that's some magical thing, but I feel like I just have to help myself get my eyes off of myself.
0: Yes. Because
1: I am working on myself, but at the same time, I can't be in charge of it all by myself. Yes. I need him
0: yes. to help me
1: with, he's where all of these things come from, this peace, this power, this, this self-discipline, this love. It's
0: his Yes. Not I'm working on not. myself by allowing God to work on me. Right. Yes. Like I'm working on myself by listening to how God mm-hmm. is calling me to connect with him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I appreciate that word. I think that's really an important word because I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm. I'm for all of those things, mm-hmm. but ultimately they have to surrender to God. Yeah. Um, yeah. The tools that yeah. we're using. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Well, we would love to hear your takeaway, friend. So if you have a takeaway, I would love to hear it. it um, You can email me anytime, steadyonpodcast at gmail.com. And if you haven't yet, I would just really be honored if you would subscribe to or follow the podcast on whatever direct- directory that you use to listen um, it guarantees you'll receive every episode, and it does help the show a lot. And I encourage you to tune in on Wednesday for our Live It Out conversation with Kia Stevens. And Kia sat with me to talk about healing father wounds. She has a new book out about healing father wounds, and this was a verse of scripture that she uses in that book because it really, to me, it talked about the idea that sometimes, like helping ourselves, is being bold and saying, "I don't have to be afraid of what happened to me. I don't have to be afraid of." Um, what I will find out if I look maybe a little bit harder into myself or uncover some things like God, that's not from God and God invites healing and soaring, you know so I felt like this verse was just a really a great addition to not, no, a takeaway from that conversation so I encourage you to listen to Kia um, on Wednesday's episode and I just want to thank you friends so much for listening and I pray wherever your day takes you you're walking in the confident knowledge that you are a beloved, cherished child of God Peace.